listening to the Wheel of Time Fancast. I am Jerry. It is, I am happy, happy to have you all here once again, if you're listening. If not, where the hell are you? Like, what, what, am I, am I not pretty enough for you? Huh? Am I not? It's okay. I understand. So, what did I want to talk about today since I am releasing a second podcast Within a week. This is amazing. I haven't done this before. Usually it takes me six months to get another one out there. But like I said, the trailer just compelled me and pushed me to ask some questions. So that's what I want to have a conversation. I wish I could have a conversation with somebody else, but I'm going to have it with myself and take multiple sides on this because I want to understand what's going to happen in the series because of how deep... And how long the book is and the book series are and how far it goes. And then the questions that I saw answered about the trailer, about what they're using, about how they're using it. It just brought up so many more questions. And I I needed to have a self-reflective conversation to understand what can we let go and what can we not let go. Because in all honesty, let's let's be clear. 14 books will not be made into 14 seasons of this series. If it hits as well as it can and it delivers in the right way for the audience at large, so for people in general to come in and be able to enjoy it without having read the books, and it's enjoyable for the people who've read the books, this could go the same length that, you know, Game of Thrones went. I could see this going eight years solid. But in order to do that, we're going to lose quite a bit of stuff. So I imagine that there will be some books there in the middle. Anywhere from five to nine. Could be only slightly used. So we already know that season one is going to be book one. Some of book two. Some of book three. But not all of book one. So, (laughs) I'm sorry. So you're going to use book one, but you're not going to use the whole thing. But then you're also going to incorporate book two. But at the same time, you'll pull some things from book three. In all honesty, I think what gets pulled from book three is more parent than anything else. Because his story, I think, is bigger in book three and two. But how far do you go into into introducing some characters? Because that's my other question. As much as I am questioning which books will be used and not used and how far they will actually be used, the bigger question on the other side of this, okay, so you're not using all these books, so then you can't use all the characters, can you? Who's going to be left out? Already, I think the biggest removal of a character for the first book to be used in the series in season one is Elaine. You have the princess. You have her interaction with Rand. You have everything that happens in book one with her. And how big of a character she actually is for the story at large. So to remove a character like that from introducing her at the very beginning seems a little odd. And I think the community at large has talked about the fact that that seems 
weird to do, but it's understandable because when you're making a television series, you cannot expect that all 900 characters are going to make it in to the series and be given the same scope and the same understanding that they are in the books. The books have a lot more time to do rather than what a television series does. You, you don't have the same amount of time. You don't have the same amount of breath. You can't elevate it in the same way. There's more detail that you can go into in a book series than there is what you can go into a television series. So there's things that get left out. So I get that. I'm not upset with the idea of having characters left out as long as you give me something that plays into who those core characters are because some of them are going to be very important for later on in the series so are you going to introduce them in a different way when certain characters are at a different point like that's going to be the thing that i find to be the most interesting on how whatever happens in the later seasons because right now we have season one done season two is already filming I'm guessing if season one does anything near what expectations are, season three will be upped right away. So I imagine that this series right now, speaking about it, will have five seasons guaranteed just to get almost all the story out. But it will need somewhere in the neighborhood of eight to get everything that closes out in this book series that we love to be closed out appropriately. But that also introduces something very different and very strange when it comes to a television series. And it's the one thing that I give a lot of credit to Game of Thrones on is that they weren't afraid to kill off characters that were killed off in the series just because the characters were popular to the people watching. Because it was the overarching story that they enjoyed delivering until the end that made it all great the same thing can be said for the wheel of time series i don't mind if the characters that are supposed to die end up dying in the way that they're supposed to die if it means that we're going to lose a great character actor for that moment rest in peace ned from game of thrones we miss you it was great having you thank you now, I don't mind that. I, I, I'm not at all disappointed when that something like that is going to happen. I'm speaking to you, Moraine. I'm, you know, I hate, I'm, I'm jumping ahead, but come on. You're, you're the only one that jumps into your head right away. I, we're going to lose you at some point. And, you know, the person playing you is kind of good. So, I'm not too excited about that. But... What I want to say with that is that if the death is done well and you're continuing on with what you need to continue on with, then it fits perfectly and there's nothing to be upset about with it happening. Just like, yeah, at the moment when Ned died, we were like, oh my God, no. But we understood that it needed to be necessary for the story to continue with the other characters that were more important for the story as a whole rather than just having somebody who people liked. So, I got that. I understand that. I'll, I'll be fine with that. I just wonder, who you stop? Who don't you introduce? I'm going to be very honest. There's got to be at least a third only available of the Aes Sedai. You, 
<laughs> you can't use all of them. You can't use all of them. You have to only introduce a portion of them and only ones that have enough of a place to be introduced in. You can't use the extent of which, yeah, you can have some, you know, walking around behind. You can have a ton of, of women in the scenes and, and stuff like that to show what their powers, but you can't use them. The same thing goes for the ale. The Oh my God, you can't use them either. That, you can't use all of them. You can't use all of them. You can use some of them, but not all of them. And then that makes me question too, what do you do with the Forsaken? Because at some point you're going to introduce the Forsaken. And you're going to introduce them in big steps. So then my question to the people who are now designing this. Can you mold some of the characteristics given off in the Forsaken together to create one character only under one name. And make that character that one Forsaken. Like you can take a couple of the ones that are similar in some ways and feel like they're overlapping and reduce the amount down so that you don't have to introduce so many characters and still get the same delivery that you're looking for from the characters. I think that'd be beautiful. Now, as for the main characters, now, here's my question. Because if you think about the development of, of the three main guys... We'll focus on them for right now, and I'll probably be my focus for this whole conversation, other than talking a little bit about which books maybe they should cut. Rand, Perrin, and Matt. So, Rand, in the story, he has three women that he's in love with, three women who are in love with him, and who will share him equally. I don't think you need three, so I understand the cut. But, how do you go away from needing those three... And then moving it so that when there's only two, maybe, you're not as attached. And how do you dissipate the story that developed between Aguin and Rand? Because the whole first book is saying these two love each other. These two are supposed to end up with each other. These two are the its ends or nothing else. Like, but we know as the people who read it, and for anybody who has and who's listening to this, you will now know that as the person who's listening, that they don't end up together. That's not their story. That's not their arc. That's not how they progress. That's not how things end up developing for them. So how soon in the first season do you have to cut that off? Or do you not? And please don't play with people and go like, oh no, they're going to end up together. And that's how we... No. 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 You can't do that. Don't change the story that deeply. Because there's, there's power in the fact that they don't end up together. There's something there that means a lot more than just forcibly making them end up together just so you don't have to introduce another character. Like, no, please stop. Please, please, don't do it. Don't do it, please. Now, if you think about some of the later characters that probably get introduced, my biggest one when you're thinking about the three guys are the relationships. Because you have Perrin... And fail, 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 fail. You know, someone's going to have to teach me how to say that. I'm getting it wrong on purpose, right? Not on purpose, but I'm getting it wrong and I'm leaving it in there because I am not good at her name. And then there's Matt and Tuan. 
Tuan gets introduced very late. She's not in until chapter, until book nine, I believe it is, Winter's Heart. So if she gets introduced so late, how long do you wait before you bring her forward to give Matt more of a interaction there? Because Matt's a broken character in the best of ways. But he's a broken character. Perrin needs the force with which he ends up getting. And Rand... <laughs> Rand is just ends up special. I think you have to bring into it earlier. I think she has to come in somewhere around the end of season two or the middle of season three if you're thinking that far ahead. Because if you're jumping around in the books and taking parts from different books and you're saying that season one has a little bit of two and three, but mostly one. So season two is going to have a little bit of, of one with some, if not major parts, of two and three. And maybe you'll pull in some four. My question is, when you get to season three, how far are you going to be willing to jump ahead to forgo what happens in probably book six, seven, and eight? I think as fans, as much as we enjoy the whole story, and yes, there are important parts to each one of the books, and I don't want to disrespect any of those parts that happen, I would say that the weaker section that could be reduced in this TV series and only be given maybe one episode each to get the core of them would be 678. Because by Winter's Heart, you want to start pulling and pushing towards... 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Because by three, by season three, if you're bringing up nine, you're leaving the final five seasons to close out with the final five books. And then you can always sprinkle in some six, some seven, some eight throughout because there's no reason not to. Like You can go backwards as much as you can go forward. Because look at what they're going to do in Season 2 with still going back to, to Book 1. So you're not going to pull this straight. This whole series is not going to be pulled one after the other, after the other, after the other, as much as we would enjoy it. But it's not worth it to get the best story across in the whole. So if you can go forward, you can go backwards as well. So I think that you lose... A bit of the middle. You probably aren't as detailed once you get to start using book 5, 6, 7, 8. Maybe even 9 is not even as detailed. But by the time you get to 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14, I think you have to group those. You have to think about those. I don't know. Maybe you can even group 10 and 11 together. And then 12, 13, 14 can be the final two seasons. You can do it that way. But this is projecting in the hopeful manner. Look, I told you, I got excited by that trailer. I'm hoping they do something out of the box and interesting. And we're pulling and going, like, oh, they pulled this from here. Oh, they pulled that from there. I'm hoping there's a ton of podcasts that come out when this series is released where we're not talking about, oh, they didn't keep to this. And no. We're talking about, okay, so they pulled from here to put it into here, to put this here, to make this build through here. Because, let's be honest, 
the people who got this, we all know and we all understand that they got this series because there is some passion, some love for it. So knowing that, you have to respect that they're going to respect as much as um, as much of the writing as they can to build this story out correctly. So if we give them the benefit of the doubt in that, all we have to understand going forward is, okay, what did their vision of what was presented to them have them do as a whole? Because that's it. I want the whole thing. I want all 14 books. I want the conclusion. I want this all to end with excitement. I want this to be closed. If you're going to start it, I want it done. I don't want the same thing that happened to Terry Goodkind's, um, you know, the Seeker series. I don't, please don't allow that to happen. Please don't allow that because that TV series, first of all, that was under budgeted. Second of all, that's another great book series. Third of all, it was just poor decision making on how they pulled those across. I'm hoping the same thing doesn't happen here, but at the same time, I'm hoping, hoping beyond hope that they're given the time to tell this story appropriately and to build to the conclusion that we so love as fans. Like, we love the way this story ended. We love the way the whole book series was written. We love a lot of pieces and a lot of parts and we want to see these things come to life. But we also want to be able to start it and finish it. We don't want this to be cut off after five years and we never get our conclusion. Because I'm going to be straightforward to this. There is no way in any form of imagination that if they start this in season one, that it should end after five seasons. There's no way you can tell me that you're doing 14 books with detail and story and characters and concluding it in five seasons. This is at least eight, and that's respectfully. Seven, maybe. Eight is where I'm giving you it should go towards. We already have one and two. We do. So the next one is getting three. That's going to be required by the fans enjoying what was still given to us in one. Like, I know as fans we want this to be exactly what we read because we enjoyed what we read and there's a vision of that in our heads and there's already criticism to the fact that the characters are going to be older than they are in the books. There's already criticism to certain characters not being used in the first season. There's already all of this. Why not enjoy what's being given to us and see what they develop from the stories and from the things that we love and enjoy? Because this is a different take. Yes, it's our Wheel of Time series. Yes, it's our characters. Yes, this is the story that we love. But at the same time, this isn't being told in exactly the same way. But it's being respected enough that it's going to be used at its core. And we should enjoy that. Enjoy that. Like, we gave a lot of crap to Game of Thrones and the way it ended and the things that happened to it. Rightfully so, because it took a route that we didn't expect. A lot of us feel, who were fans of that, that the people who were creating it gave up. But the fans also gave up a little bit on it too, because once the seventh season came around, there was a lot of, uh, 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 
And the first couple episodes of the eighth season were actually very good, but we didn't care. Because there was something, we knew it was ending. On the other, uh, but for Wheel of Time, we want it to get to the ending. The ending matters as much as anything else. Because the ending, we know it. The ending, we've seen it. We've visualized it. We've read it. We've heard it. So we want it to get to that. We just got to respect the process that's going to be taken. As long as it's nothing crazy, where we're not looking at this series going like, oh my God, why am I pulling out my hair? What you've done? And they actually taking their time and our understanding and taking it all in. Then you know what? We give it a chance. And the Wheel of Time fan cast gives it a chance. I'm behind it 100% in the pure enjoyment of what it could be. Please, everyone else, try to do the same. It'd be nice. Thank you for listening. These have been my opinions. Until next time. Peace.